and thus begun the summer without Gar. <laughs> Garless? You know, we're doing a Garless Oh, run? yeah, Gar, Gar took the rest of June off. Yeah. <laughs> so. I thought you were going to say the summer without God. <laughs> no, we have a summer with God now because we have a new God, and his name is Ukiyo yeah, Ace. Ace evolved from Jesus to straight up God. Yeah, that's true, he did. But Ace technically, like, much about Christianity, but I know that, like, isn't he Jesus both God and not God at the same time? It's complicated. That is actually what Jesus is. He is God and not God at the same time. Also a third you know, thing. <laughs> you, know what he, you know what he also is doing? Doing the roll call. That was... Hallelujah. That was convoluted. <laughs> at best. I'm sorry, that got really weird. Connect loading. Broadcast. Perfect. Show running super savant. Level up. Bluecaster super Ichi. Loud and online. Greycaster Robolane. A spark of courage, the power of dreams. Orangecaster global soft perka. Respecting the source material. Greycaster. Casting, criticism, comedy, chaos! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On air! Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, episode 440. Yo, look at us. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> the baby Chitsy. Yeah. I like the baby Pokemon. We need more baby Pokemon. They were gonna be a bunch, and then that they never did. They never, they ever, they ever made a baby slowpoke? I fucking lose my goddamn mind. You're really obsessed with the shrimp defer image. It's shrimp defer. <laughs> I hate what? shrimp. I just hate all seafood. So the new Actually, Clone High season's entertaining. That's. There's been Is a there weird more than um. Just one? Sorry. Is there more than just one. One what? One episode. Yeah, we're up to like. Eight, I think, of the new Clone Nine. High season, and I wasn't informed. Yeah. I'm <laughs> spoiling the whole show. No, it's okay. I don't know. There's shrimp in it. Oh no, big plot spoiler. Yeah. And there's a scene that you now have a picture of with no context whatsoever. Decide on the context yourself. So anyway, if you're listening to us for the first time, welcome. We're a bunch of shrimp who get together every week to talk about <laughs> Kamen Rider Super Sentai and a third thing. Wait, what's a group of shrimp called? I actually don't know. Group shrimp. of shrimp is... is a school of shrimp. Or a cluster of shrimp. Oh, a, 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 tr a troop or colony. Ooh. <laughs> I'll go That's good. So they're good. We're a troop of shrimp that get together for a week. Ah, yes, the shrimp colony. <laughs> All right. Well, this week we're talking about Comrade Geats episode thirty-nine, King Oger episode oh, yeah. fifteen, and our oh, feature, yeah. our feature topic for the week is the secret of King Rackley's episode two. Rackley. Oh, I, I yeah. love that in the notes it's just Rackley's two. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Yeah. Electric Rackleys. Electric That sounded better in my head. Moving on. No, no. Rackleys to the hate the hastening. 
the hastening. So it's like um, it's like uh, um, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Highlander two. Oh, the quickening. Yeah. We don't we don't, we don't talk about Highlander. The hastening. <laughs> hastening. Yeah. I just re I just rewatched the when I was sick last week. I rewatched the the first Highlander movie because like I just had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. I was just like I don't know why this stood out in my mind, but there's just this scene where like Connor gets like he gets like struck by lightning or like something. And he just they they repeat the same scream like twice. Yeah. He's like, ah, ah. Was he standing on a cliff? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was him absorbing absorbing vagrant quickening from the air, which is something no one ever does ever again in the entire franchise. He, oh, yeah. Okay. And then he just and then he just they this they, they just repeat the same scream twice. <laughs> it's just, he doesn't even kill someone. It's just his first experience with the quickening is just putting his hand up in the air and lightning striking his hand and Sean Connery explaining what a quickening is. That's just air escaping from the folds of his fat. Connor McLeod was my kingsman. I don't know who you are. Speaking of shows coming back, Futurama is coming back too. Cool. For, for like the twentieth fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> Just a second. I mean more. Look, I mean more better the better. So. We're back again. A dinosaur story. Bog form. <laughs> that, um, that joke killed. Sorry. That joke killed me. Where in the first of the Futurama movies after the show was canceled. Yes, they did, because the entire fandom, like, fucking raged that they weren't getting John DiMaggio, and then they were like, oh, John DiMaggio will pay you this much to come back, and he's like, mm, okay. Come back, um, where Leela is standing there, and is just like, what does this mean for us and our many fans? And it pans over, and there's just a bunch of actual fans. <laughs> Pretty good. Nice. All right, Sorry. well, before we get into our episode discussion, it's time for <clears throat> news mode. News mode. News mode. First on the news docket. Oh boy! Oh, it's so pretty. We might oh. have my new favorite suit in all of Common Rider here. Oh, it's so oh, You would good. do that to your boy Blades? Oh my god. Oh no, Laser X. You know well, what? I like Blades better than Laser X, but they're now gonna oh, have shit. to like share my favorite spot. If ever there was Fuck. a suit that was the definition of Clean. Yeah. This is clean. Is really cool. It's sleek and it's beautiful. So this is Common Rider Zane, the upcoming villain of the Common Rider Outsiders specials. Villain, you say? Villain Zane. question mark. They've been positing that Zane is some sort of like all-consuming virus. Yes, and he has a decade card for some reason <laughs> i think it might be a case where he has the ability to use other rider gimmicks because i think okay. there's other so he uses where he's the rider gimmick that allows a person to copy rider gimmicks something like that that's all i know is each, each shit <laughs> yeah. it's like i'm going to use my rider system that allows me to copy the power of any other rider system and I'm going to use it to copy the power of the rider system that can copy the power of rider system. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what? So, yeah, the name Zane, Zane is the Japanese word that means everything. So I think that's why it just has the power of everything. 
And so we're looking at the suit here. The belt seems to be a modified thousand driver and the key, it's using a Zane Progress key, which is in the same shape as the Thouser key. Uh, and I'm super looking, they better fucking put this out as a toy because I will buy it. Oh, you know they will. And Absolutely. It's, and it's going to be premium Bandai and it's going to be over a hundred dollars. Of course it is. That's the not new surprised. Blade King. Not surprised. Award. It's so fucking crisp and pretty and the perfect mix of blue and white. It's got a cape. It's got a cape. <laughs> a oh, a unicape. That's what you know always what? sells a form for Ichi if they have a cape. You know I'm a sucker for the unicape. Blue and a cape. That's all you need. Edna Mode is not happy. <laughs> well, I, Edna I Mode understand. can... Such it. I like capes. <laughs> it wasn't that no! the capes were bad, it was the people who were wielding the capes were stupid. That that is the problem. Don't fly next to a fucking plane when you have a cape. <laughs> right next to that turbine. Right next to it. So yeah, anyways, this was shown off in the new trailer for Outsiders episode three, so that'll hopefully be out soon, and I'm looking forward to it immensely. Of course you are. A currently running thing right now. It's like a side special series. Yeah, it started it as. Is it its own thing? Yeah, it's like a, it's like an alternate thing that's running parallel to the stars. And it stars our favorite favorite boy Dan Kuroto. Yeah, Dan Kuroto's back as a robot. Yeah, he's a robot now. <laughs> from which? Dan Kuroto's from Exade, and he came back as a human gear, which is the robot oh, yeah, that in Zero One. Paul wasn't around for X8, so he doesn't know our lord and savior. He's literally the, the biggest meme lord in the entire franchise. So this they, is an X8 rider. Not really. It's sort of this. This thing is completely original. The belt he's using is based on a, a belt from Zero One. Quick, someone show him a picture of Genmu. With, with whatever form doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> show him level billion. Yeah, like, he, he did this one scene in an episode where he just started maniacally laughing, and apparently, like, every, the showrunners loved that so much, they decided to just, like, they were going to kill him off, and then they brought him back because of him doing that, and then he just became, like, the biggest meme lord. Yeah, just look up Dan Kuroto. Oh, yeah, also also in the same trail, yeah, there's his newest form. Yeah, there's, oh. there's his Sephiroth form. <laughs> this is uh, Genmu Muteki. Um... Genmu Techie. Or Genmu Muso is the name of that form. Yeah, Muso. I got a form that was him on and untransformed. There's there's his like base form. Base Genmu. This is level two yeah. Genmu. Okay. What's Genmu Billion? Show it post post a picture billion. of Genmu Billion. Billion? Yeah. Billion. Show me. Level billion. Show Fucking me awesome. Let's see if I can pull it up. Show me. Okay. Yeah, we're just we're waiting for someone to post a picture of Gamble Billy. There you go. Well, that's, that's the, the suit, suit without the head in it. <laughs> uh, also, Ichi has a figure of a figure art of him. Yeah, I have this figure art. There, there we is. go. Look at, look at that. It's oh man. Like, oh, it's wolf. It's like wolf art, only with a giant <laughs> fucking titty blade. <laughs> <laughs> you're choppy, Emily. Say again. 
and he was such a big deal that he got a figure of just him, like not transformed. Oh yeah, there was a figure oh, of yeah, Dan no. Kuroda. They, they have made a figure of every single one of his forms. Like every suit. There's, oh, a zombie there, form. there's his best one. Dangerous zombie. That is pretty cool. No, Dangerous Zombie's best. I think X8 has a very interesting suit aesthetic. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, so yes. Uh, also shown in that trailer for Outsiders Episode 3 is the new Gord Drive form, or as I'm calling him, Bronze Drive. It's bronze Drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gord Drive. Yeah. Show me. Yeah, blame the figure art for that. Let me see it. Do you mean Gord Drive or Bronze Drive? Gord Drive. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you what his normal looks like. It is called Bronze Drive? That's hilarious. Oh, there you go. There's his normal form. <laughs> Blonde drive. At least it's not super Satan. See if it comes up in an image search. Yep, there it is. There's Bronze Drive. It's perfect! I love it so oh, much! Well, Holy the drive shit. suit, of course! Finally, <laughs> a copper-colored rider! Oh no, it's Earth Tones! Yes! <laughs> well, you should have covered the fundamental brain. minerals taken from the Earth Tones! You should have covered the brain. I love it so much. I want it. I love it. Oh, yeah. You haven't seen Comrade Brain, have you? Yeah, show Comrade Brain. Brain became a fucking rider. Look at that shit. Ishii <laughs> has that too. I got that figure. Let's uh, fucking image search. Brain. The Comrade Rider. Heart became one. Yeah. Poor Medic. Brain. Medic never became a rider. Yeah. I don't like how the, the arm capes work. I love it. I'm, I'm not a fan Whoa, Decker's either. mad. <laughs> All right, anyways, we got to move on. Yeah. Uh, next in the news story, uh, the entire run of Kamen Rider Geats, I've had trouble picking a favorite suit. We just saw my favorite suit, and it's Black Geats. Okay. I literally was talking about this last episode. Yep. I was like, I would love to see a black version of Geese, and then the literal next fucking day, we get yep. this motherfucker. Listen, John Tully listens to Cast Ranger. There's they no do. Other it's, it's starting to go beyond the joke a tiny bit. It's a like, black version of fucking Geese Nine. It looks awesome. Black <laughs> and blue. I think this house might be bugged. I keep moving, and they keep following me. Damn you, John Toy! <laughs> no, thank you, John Toy! Now make me a Laser X figure! <laughs> but yeah, so from this teaser, it looks like we're getting, uh, as the villain for the upcoming Comrade Geats summer movie, a black and blue palette swap of Geats 9. So I guess we're just gonna call it Dark Geats unless we hear, until we hear the name. Yeah. Uh, this looks fantastic from movies premiering July 28th. I'm calling it Midnight Geats, but that's just oh, there's another image of it that wasn't in the article. Hold on, this is me. Oh, oh that looks so it's, good! Oh, it's called Kamen Rider Izanagi. Oh, yeah, we've saw I saw the name previously, Kamen Rider Izanagi. I like that name. Hmm. Oh, mean, do we know if it's or is it someone else? It's probably someone else. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's reverse Geats. Yeah. Anti-geats. I mean, like, the, yeah. the, I, I want to say the Naruto lore, but it's more just Shinto lore, so <laughs> I, I'm not going to attribute an entire, like, pagan faith to, like, just geats or Naruto. 
but yeah, it's it's very much the Tamo no Mai, the QB Ninetales sort of lore and yep. the 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 Japanese gods and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Yokai Watch has it too. So. Yeah, the, the, a lot of things do it. But yes, looking forward to seeing a better shot of that suit. Very cool so far. I'll be very soon. Very soon. All right, next news story. Uh, we've gotten some updates regarding ABBA Rangers' 20th anniversary. Ooh. And first off is the announcement of a new film, Bakuryu Sentai ABBA Ranger 20th, The Unforgivable Abare. Look at that form. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't like it. Is that just the suit that was Dino Thunder exclusive, or is this actually original? Like this, this is why Gar needs to be here, because he could confirm that for us. Like, <laughs> it is new? Okay. I don't like it very much. It's a little too colorful, but I get what they're going for. It doesn't need to be busy. It just needs to look like a cooler version what of the is suit. It enough that it's unforgivable. <laughs> it's not unforgivable. No, she's making a joke about the title. Oh. oh like, that's, I don't think that's what it's talking about. Yeah. No, too spiky. Too Arms are too spiky. So I just let's think see. It's too busy. The trailer features the appearance of the film's main enemy, Trinoid Twenty Four Abaren Gecko. Oh yeah, we we did talk about this because they showed that monster God, where it's just got it looks... the three fucking heads. I'm sorry. Can I see that? Scroll down for a minute. Oh. oh. The suit looks better in the thumbnail for the trailer, I will say, than it does on the poster. Wait, why is the killer in there? He's supposed to be dead. He's supposed to be dead. He is supposed to be dead. What the fuck? Uh, let's see. No one stays dead, <laughs> Toku. Fuck's sake. I give me a superhero piece of media. No matter where in the world you are, you you can be resurrected. I saw on Twitter people talking about the fact that this movie will finally have a henshin sequence with all five of the abba rangers because apparently the series did not yeah well i mean yeah because abarai killer like teamed up with them for like one episode and then he died yeah oh, so, so abarai killer gets a henshin thing okay yeah yeah there's the shot of it that's cool good okay. for them can you blow it up Sorry. okay all right yeah. Hey, you can tell they all paged. I just, I just years. love this specific shot, especially the Red Ranger, because it just looks like the suit has hair on it. <laughs> it does. I like the Red Ranger's emblem. Kind of looks like the emblem that is the. Uh, Green it's a Ranger foot. Emblem. Oh yeah, it's a foot. The foot clan. All right, so yes, the film is being written by Abba Rangers proper head writer Naruhisa Arakawa, directed Fucking by Hisashi so. Kimura, who did Trick and Sadako DX. Uh, limited theatrical run September 3rd, and then available on Blu-ray and DVD March of next year, March 27th. It's a theatrical run? Yeah. Jesus. Limited theatrical run. Jesus. Maybe oh, yeah, they, they, they always put these movies in theaters. Like you remember, remember, like Japan has like their own movies to play too, not just I, like, know, Japan, ones. Japan loves their Super Sentai. I understand. It's a national treasure. Uh, the special edition steal it. The special edition home video release will include the Cho Bakuryu plate, which gives Abared his new form Cho Abare Max. 
and it is compatible with the announced Dino Brace Memorial Edition, which leads into our next news story. The Dino Brace Memorial Edition? Yeah. Cool. I, we probably talked about this before too, but now they've posted oh, some yeah. more information and images. Uh, so it's cool. It comes with the three main plates for Tyranno, Terra, and Tricera. Uh, but, 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 depending on the plate you set, special mode, dialogue with each of the three of them. Uh, there's three background songs, including the opening theme, which is pretty cool. Premium Bandai Web Exclusive, 13,200 yen, releasing in February. So $130. Yeah, plus plus. Shipping, shipping, customs, markup, tax. So you're looking at like 220, 200. Probably in the upper hundreds, maybe over 200. I don't know. Depends where you buy it. But it's cool. I will say it's one of my one of the Sentai changers I like the most, even though I never owned it. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. And there's an image of the Cho Bakuryu plate, which he gets his new form from. Neat. All right, moving on to our next news story. Uh, speaking of memorial editions, we're also getting a memorial edition of the Ninjark Sword from Dawn Brothers. I feel sorry for everyone who got the DX one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the image advertising it has all the manga pages around it, the pages that were used to seal it up. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, it comes with it. <laughs> oh, does it? It comes with the manga. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so hold on. probably actually put the fucking pages on it. Uh, total length of 730 millimeters tall, 140% the size of the DX toy. Yeah. The DX toy has visible screw holes, but this one does not. And they've achieved a sense of size and balance close to what's in the show. So it, it, it'll be weighted better, too. So I like I, I sort of want this because I, I do love like just, what's up? So Don Murasame <laughs> in Don Brothers was like the evil ranger, sort of. Okay. He wasn't really was that cool. consequential to the plot, but he was around he, every any time. No, like someone... he, he was he was one of those like cool badass like purple fucking rangers, but then he just yeah. didn't amount to anything. Kind of like the Wolfard of the show, there... but not really plot relevant. Rainbow, yeah, he, he was just there to look. He was there to look cool and sell merchandise. Rainbow, why would you put that in the hands of a cure? <laughs> I think the joke is that's the same voice. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say Cure Wing is actually voiced by the same person as Don Marsame. Yep. Yeah, Don Marsame is like a kid. <laughs> All right. So this features also a dialogue button and a BGM button. Uh, it has voices from Murasame and Maza. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. It is a man. <laughs> I forgot. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's why you guys are here. The item features the new Murasame roleplay mode in which this mode mother will speak to everyone and will say lines such as wake up and you did a good job. Oh, oh no. Oh, it has mother fucking voice mother mode. in it too? Yep. Wow. New mommy mode. <laughs> <laughs> the item comes with 10 manga manuscripts of Haruka's manga First Love Hero. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, so you, so you know when someone gets the sword, one of them's gonna fucking wrap it up in the yep, manga pages. Crumple up the manga and wrap up the sword in it. That's amazing. <laughs> that, see, this is why Dog Brothers is fucking god tier. I'm not gonna Can go that it, far. I'm not gonna me touch it. 
Sorry, what was Bravo, that? Bravo, what was you say, Ellie? Makes you want what? No, it's okay. No, 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 what are you going to say? I was going to say it makes me wonder if anyone's going to buy it just for the manga page. Probably someone. I would not be surprised. <laughs> not at all. Uh, so, Premium Bandai Web Exclusive, 16,500 yen, releasing in March. Like, I'm tempted, I'm tempted, and I do want it, but, like, probably not. <laughs> Just anytime you jump into a voice call, what's up? <laughs> All right, next on the news story. Uh, you know what? I'm actually going to jump to the next one because this one I want Paul to be here for, and he's in the washroom right now. Uh, okay. Next on our news story is something I spotted on Toku Lectables. There wasn't a news story associated, but this was so funny I wanted to talk about it. Mofun wristwatches. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Mofun. <laughs> I love this third one where, like, it's like... <laughs> the, they're lying. The, 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 the time is set to, like, ten-something, but they're angled in such a way <laughs> where it gives Mofun angry eyebrows. I love Mofun. It was on purpose. <laughs> I love Mofun. Can't, you can't hate on Mofun. Are these, like, proper watches? Yeah. Oh, well, probably for kids, but... <laughs> No, not necessarily. They're, they're pretty... No, those look like adult watches. Those look like actual movement watches. There are images of adults wearing them. Okay, yeah, they're, yeah actual... they're like Japanese people, so they have like <laughs> Japanese wrists. There's Japanese no. people on their skinny wrists. No, they look like proper, like, you know, uh, uh, movement watches. So yeah, no, there's one image showing how long they are. They look like normal size. The, the, the watch family <laughs> is exciting. There's just, the first one's just like an army of mofus. Yep. <laughs> Oh my god, that's terrifying. I like the first one because it's it's literally just the most classic one of them. It's just got some you know I, core on them. You know what I just thought? What if they like what what if they make their own fucking like shoe god and it's just god Mofu? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Mofu sword? That would be amazing. Just I god Yeti. Even if it's like a like a like a what if scenario or like a hyper battle video. I was gonna or say like a Telebikun special or something. Yeah, like a god Mofu. <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But could probably like finagle it by having it be a Yeti crab. Yeah. Oh like fucking uh Krabomable. Krabomable. Yeah, I love that Pokemon. If I were to get any of these, I would absolutely get the third one just because of the fucking eyebrows. It's so funny. Mr. Angry Eyes. I'd get either, I was... the, I'd get either the first one or the last one. That's just me. I, I'd get the Arby Mofoon. Were you saying something, Emily? No, just I was also thinking Mr. Angry Eyes. Mr. <laughs> Angry Eyes. All right, and our last new story. The official Hot Toys Twitter account announced that there will be Kamen Rider Black Sun figures. Yeah, this is this is this is not real action hero. This is Hot Toys. These are one six scale. I want it. Realistic sculpting, excellent posability, detailed collectible yep. action figures. We need to watch this ever... show. If you've ever seen like the Star Wars or Marvel Hot Toys. Fuck. Like, they are so nicely detailed. <laughs> Guys, we need to do a mini-series where I watch this show, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. We, so do need to, do, we do need to do a spin-off series where we talk about Black Sun. I'm it's definitely down. so good. 
Just Wait, hot is real. Seven in our chat. Hot, it's real. Oh my god, hot toys. Yeah, hot toys. Finally, toys of hot. Exactly. guys. <laughs> we will. Don't worry. Ours is the one who handles the schedule. But I should just schedule something separate. There's just so many games I'm playing now. I'm sorry. Call it a mini series. We'll just talk about it. I know. That's what we did with Amazons. I need to keep playing Zelda. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the news for this week. Badass. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let us get into Geats. <gasps> So before, Hi, little... oh. <laughs> well, just before we get into this week's episode, Paul, since you weren't here for last week, what do you want to do? You want to say anything about the debut of Geats 9? Hold on, let me just get comfortable for a moment. Okay. <laughs> that is some of the raddest shit that fucking Toku has done in years. I know. So cool. Like, it's really cool. Like, Geats 9 as a form looks gorgeous. Like, straight up gorgeous. I don't know how you could sit here and have any complaints about how Geats 9 looks. It's elaborate, there's a level of pageantry to it, but it's still just Geats beating the ever-loving piss out of things. <laughs> it looks I... style. Yeah. I do I feel like the do I feel like the uh the moment of him beating the crap out of everyone and forcing them out and becoming the god of creation felt a little quick? Yes. But I felt like it needed to as well because of things that we'll talk about later on about in this episode because, you know, uh things things escalate quickly. Yeah. But I like a, a part of me was think during watching the the actual Gazer versus uh Geats Nine fight. I was like, okay, they're kind of rushing this, and they're putting it through the actual theme song, which leads me, which makes me think that like they're relegating it to like an ending credits montage leading up to the end of the episode. I thought that was kind of I, I thought that took away from it a little bit, but at the same time, the performance of the actual suit, the performance of the character and the fight itself kept it grounded in one of the better moments of the show. I think it's one of the, like, you can tell that it's a crown jewel of the show. You can tell they put a lot of effort into it. And oh, yeah. You can tell that they wanted to make this scene for a very long time. And it was very, very cool. Um, I want to keep seeing that going forward. <laughs> I've seen that meme of like Geats going down the magical stairs and Toma going up the bridge from Saber. <laughs> oh I, I, I can see that. That's amazing. I thought that was the yellow brick road for a minute, but okay. It's a reference to something from Saber. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. So going into this week's episode, uh, the new opening is interesting. Oh the, yeah, shit's really serious now. Everyone's like, all dramatic serious. and looking behind themselves, and and my favorite thing that's different is Buffa doesn't have his bullshit Jamashin powers anymore. 
Yeah, you because know, Geats is God now, so he's like, no, buff up, fuck off. You don't get that shit anymore. No, your your buff is gone. Ha, <laughs> buff. What Buffa does have though now a move sound effect when he appears in a scene. <laughs> How the fuck yeah. did he know where Kawa lived? That's my question. Geats is God now. He's organ he's organizing all of these things. Our Lord and Savior Geats works in mysterious ways. Actually, I'm going to say this right now. He keeps talking about how the world is his to control and how he's going to create the perfect world. Uh-huh. I'm not entirely unconvinced that he doesn't have limited abilities to make things happen. Oh, no, they explicitly said in this episode that in that moment where he got, like, really hungry and started eating, because he's not powering himself with the the Gira Gira spark of the defeated that the previous goddess was being fed, there are limits to his powers. But what I'm going to say is that Buffa showing up at Kewa's house... I'm pretty sure that's a cutscene that he willed to happen. I really have no other explanation on why Buffa would know where, where why Michinaga would that's know where Kawa lives. Because there's no explanation. He's never been there. I think that I, I think that Ace, when we see something we can't explain, it's part of Ace's plan. It's, and he's he has a plan for us all. And he's, a painful, painful yes, plan. He's God now. Let's not. <laughs> Can we like? Can we just accept the fact that we cannot discount that anymore? No. Like this, we have to count that as part of the narrative rules of this universe. Ace is God now. Anything that we have a question that and not an answer for, we have to simply respond with Ace, Ace did, did it. it. And <laughs> we have to now. We have to reflect on how that influences his plan going forward. I have to say, his suit is snazzy as fuck. Extremely. Oh yeah. Ace has the drip. Uh, it's amazing. He is now upgraded to God of the Gods of the Gods. He's the Beyonce of the Beyonce of the Beyonces. <laughs> I you were going to say the Beyonce of the Beyond, and I don't know what that means, but it sounds awesome. My it sounds but great, but no. My favorite thing ever in the new opening is that one shot of them in their suits as near the end, right before they switch to their rider suits. And if you just look at Kawa paused in that shot of the four of them, Kawa looks so fucking done. My favorite thing about the new opening is the fact that during, like, you know, you know when we get the headshots of all the characters and their rider yeah. person off the side sort of thing? And there's that screen in the background where you're supposed to be seeing... Where there's a clip of that, of that rider? It's just Geats now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Neon isn't a writer yet in this story, so no, there's know, no clip of her to show. They're all just—it's all just Geats. It's in the all background. just Geats. It's like you—you're paying attention to the characters you know and love, but in the background, it's just—it's the Geats show. <laughs> I call it—I it, call it subliminal advertising. Advertising, if it wasn't so clearly superliminal. Hey, you! Join the Geats. <laughs> oh my God. Um, no, no, it's the shot right before that where they're in their untransformed forms and you see them all just standing there and you just Kawa looks so fucking done. Yeah, he's like, I gotta do this again. Copy again? Copy a comrade. For God's sakes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's it. Look at Kawa yes. at that screenshot. Look at him. <laughs> 
He's so done. Like, can we, okay, can someone post like the first like K1 like shot we got of him in the opening when he was like so fucking happy, and then just a sh the next sh uh, the other picture just him now. Someone uh, posted see, like, like a comp side. someone posted uh, like a collage of all four of them, every version of their shots in the opening over the whole show, and you just watch as everyone gets more and more depressed. Yeah. Except oh. for that one time where Kawa was weirded out by Kekera. Destiny Island is more like depressing the island. <laughs> Those two are up to some shit, I swear to fucking god. Yeah. Everyone's up to some shit. This this whole show has been someone up to shit. <laughs> For real. <laughs> you gotta send me that. That's <laughs> It's in the Discord. Yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go back in. Uh, yeah, so we established that Ace is now the creation god, but he has a limit to his power because he's not feasting on the souls of the losers. Um, and it's interesting that he has is a, a re Japanese regional thing. I'm sorry if this is pretentious or stupid. Go ahead. But um, I noticed it and I was just like, oh, that's interesting, called Wonko Soba, which is based on eating as many small bowls of soba noodles as you can. So what he's doing when she keeps pouring them is like part of that. Tradition. Cool. Oh. I, I love how there was a fucking, fucking sound effect every time he got a new bowl. Yeah, it was just eat up. It was yep. just her fucking saying, eat up. And then, the cool. best, the best though, was when like Ace just like calls and calls her fucking like sister and she just goes, oh fuck me, that's right. <laughs> oh shit, that's still canon. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> But I, I'm God now, so it's okay. I just love it's like, wait, everyone left. Why am I still here? I still need a navigator. You're important. Right. I'm your sister still. You, you're going nowhere. <laughs> and then and then we have this cop dude, this old cop dude who is probably played by someone important, but I didn't recognize him. He just walks up to these skateboard dudes and go, Hey youngsters, give me your skateboard! I wanna shred too! But he was a Jamato. A little Jamato. Yeah, now we have these new parasite Jamatos who are these tiny little ones that infect people and they turn into no I love that it's not even they turn into a monster of the week Jamato, they just turn into a fucking mook. Well it's the Jamato here's what I think. It's the Jamato that is the itty bitty one. Yeah. Like when an itty bitty one jumps onto a human, they turn into that Jamato. They're just hijacking their physical form. Yeah. I like that. And what I really like is the fact that Ace has, <coughs> and we haven't seen anyone really henching properly so they can like, you know, confirm this, but Ace might have the unique ability to drive them out. Like, how do we know that this I, is not how Jamatos do? I think what we're leading up to is the other three choosing to fight again now that they are is oh, we humanity are. to defend. But my question is, is Ace the only one who has the ability to kick the mini Jamato out of the body? Or do the other I, ones have to... I would doubt it. As long as they know what they're aiming for, they can probably do it too. But Ace is God. Yeah, but... And just, he, and just because have, he can do it doesn't mean others can't necessarily well we have to see yeah we'll find out yeah everyone well next episode no we know some tycoon shit's happening but we'll get into that 
yeah, and then so Ace Henshin's into Geats 9 again, and it's the exact same sequence from the last episode. So now I'm wondering if this is going to be consistent going forward because that was awesome. Mm. Yep. They do tend to Big do that with hyperforms, though. Like, when you're doing the hyperform, they tend to make the henshin moment, like, a big... Yeah. It's the same each time, but it is the best thing that they can do. And so. it's, like, the most extra-as-fuck henshin in all of Kamen Rider. Yeah. yeah. Pretty up there. Pretty up there. So then the B-plot of this episode is Neon, who just straight-up buys a whole-ass apartment. And then, like, it was adorable that she's, like... Well, so I just does... wait for them to bring my furniture. So when is uh, the furniture? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta go out and get your own furniture. I don't know how to do that. I'll help you. Like the just her and Sarah being like straight up besties is just so cute. I'm so glad that the show remembered that Neon is a spoiled rich girl, and now we have this hilarious dichotomy of her trying to be normal, and it's just like, teach me your ways, peasant. <laughs> the fun has been doubled. She didn't even look at the whole place. She was just like, "Cool, I'll take it." Yeah, <laughs> sounds I'll nice. Pay right I'll pay. I'll give you an immediate lump sum phone payment. What? This is my property now, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Here, I'm just gonna pay it for the like whole thing. It looks like a great apartment too. Yeah. It looks like a great little and condo. So then we got an interesting thing where Time Fire, like Neon's dad calls like the government like a government official and it's like why aren't you guys fucking hiding this and he's like yeah we don't really answer to you anymore the dgp's gone so kylie go fuck yourself i'm so (laughs) fucking glad we're addressing this because the dgp staff is gone they're not telling the sponsors to pay off the agencies to hide the fact that jamato are attacking people so now news about the jamato is getting out I don't know no. what's better. Like there are monsters happening. I don't know what's better. The idea that the government could be paid off <laughs> to not talk about actual monsters that can kill people. Yep. Or the fact that they just wholesale pinned it all on him. Yep. Like I, I don't know which I'm more impressed with. <laughs> Oh, I love that, that you too. Ma- the fact that you maintained this charade for so long, or the fact that you just understood the assignment and went, uh, no, VTuber's dad, you're the person we're putting this all on, and it's gonna go on the news. He knew they were leaving, so I have no idea why this man wasn't 100% ready for this. Because he's, he's an idiot. <laughs> Um, I also love when, like, Kay was funny, like, a Jamaat or whatever like that, and then, like, Kekaro shows up, and he just goes, he's like, I know you want to beat up that Jamato. you want to help that person. Yes. You love helping people. So now <laughs> we finally know what the, what Kekaro and Baroba wished for when they went to the goddess, and this makes perfect sense. We were told before that any people from the future society who were left behind after the Grand End would basically die. So Kekera and Baroba wished to the goddess for the ability to stay behind and survive until they got what they wanted. So Kekera wished basically to just hang around in general, and Baroba wished specifically for staying around until she witnesses the kind of suffering she wants. I feel like that wording is going to come back to bite her in the ass. I was going to ask, I remember human Kekera having the green hair before. 
Oh yeah, he's always had that. All of the future uh, people have that little swirl in their hair. Kuhn has the yellow one, and Gene had the blue one, and... I loved when he fucking just squatted down and did, like, the pose his statue form does. And Remember? I was like, yeah! Remember <laughs> fucking love that. <laughs> so, yeah, now he's, like, aggressively on this, I'm gonna make you a protagonist kick. Maybe I'm gonna make you a star. <laughs> oh, so now, like, that, he's probably just gonna try to push Kawa to fucking kill ace <laughs> i don't know about killing ace but he's gonna push him to fight for sure mm. maybe maybe he's gonna make him like oh if you defeat ace you'll get the powers of god of creation and then you can make the world however the fuck you want and then like, you'll oh. be the main then you'll be the primary common writer and we'll change the name of the show to common writer tycoon so Kanker is basically palpatining this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just, Can you imagine? oh, join me and do this and you'll get this awesome power. <laughs> Can you imagine if they actually have that in an episode and just for a whole episode or maybe even a three-part arc, it's just the Common Rider Tycoon show. <laughs> like, they actually change the name just like of the show. Just, like, Tycoon gets his new form next week, and just, like, just because of debilness, he's, like, got geats on the ropes somehow. Like, and then you just cut to Kekara. Do it. Like, they, they, they cut to the him. song, it's like, Invitation, it's the Tycoon show. <laughs> he's a hero. Gonna avenge you all. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually like, oh, wait, actually, this sounds better that maybe we should no nope. the tycoon show tycoon show the tycoon show no 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 tycoon show yes um speaking of geats nine's henshin i'm pissed that we were lied to he doesn't actually snap twice oh because I, then I we see we that. see him he, he does he henshins into that form twice this episode and the first time he did the, the the double snap, but then in the second time he only did it once, and I'm like, oh, so you were just fucking with us the other times? Are you, are, are you sure he was snapping twice, or was it just a different shot of him doing it? I mean, <laughs> that, based on that information that we now have, that's what it seems to be. But like, yeah. I I liked it when it was him snapping twice because it's like the next level henchin. You know what I mean? Oh, sick. The fucking Shinobi Tycoon special comes out tomorrow. Oh, Fuck excellent. Yeah. I cannot wait to watch that. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. <laughs> so Kekara and Boroba are still around. And then we, we cut to the, the mastermind who's growing these new parasite Jamato. And. Literary. Oh my god, it's Daichi! It's Sparrow, or at Why least like someone here. who it looks like Sparrow. Okay, okay. We don't, we don't know for sure, as far as I know, if it's actually him or if it's a Jamato with his ID core. And I'm going to say this. If it is actually him, that's intelligent use of your villain. <laughs> I'm, I say that seriously. He's a shitty fucking character, but because he's always been grouped around the fucking, like, good guys. <laughs> He wasn't he a shitty character. He was actually really good. He was just a good character that we hated him. He was good that's, at that's... being annoying. But yeah, he mounted nothing. That's why he's doing this now. That's what I mean. This is his amount to something arc. Exactly. That's what I mean. He amounted to like, nothing. Whether or not you liked his contribution or not, it doesn't matter. He amounted to Oh my nothing. god, is that what he looks like now? Holy shit. 
What a oh, fucking yeah, he grow up. He, 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 he let his hair down. He undid his ponytail. I yeah. I'm 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 a little confused. <laughs> I have some confusing feelings I need to work out. I, I got hey, put him in a dressing. God damn. This guy, who's this guy? Think he is David Bowie, Mr. I, Glam Rock with the eye under the tattoo under the eye? I gotta work out some stuff. Maybe this might be the. the so he's wearing a wig. A oh. Beautiful friendship. <laughs> Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. That's okay. I think we all you were had a say lot he's of hot. <laughs> no. Let, let us know in the comments yes, if you, you think that's actual Sparrow or not Sparrow. Oh, I remember. So people in the Discord have been echoing what I've been thinking pretty much in that it seems like Daichi is pulling a gremlin from Comrade Wizard. That's okay. He's the final villain after being a side villain at best up till now. <laughs> Too, that he might be the endgame villain. I mean, everyone else is pretty much fucked off. Oh yeah, and we have this new GM who was hired by Samas, who is still around for some fucking reason. And now they're going to try and take down Ace and make Samuri into their goddess again because Ace still has her. Yeah, because they're just like... Uh, there's still one way that we can get her on that some of that sweet, sweet god goo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's a technical. No, but no, I'm being very serious. You say no, but I'm being very serious. The medical term is god thinking. goo. We can get that goo. There's one more <laughs> loophole that we can exploit. That we can exploit. Times worse. And yeah, as per the preview, next week we're getting Tycoon's final form, question mark, probably? Probably. It looks pretty rad. It, it, it the look helmet looks rad. like a reskin of Command. <laughs> probably is. Because we couldn't come up with another original helmet for him. Uh, yeah, and also Comrade Buffo's back in action. Well, yeah, week. of course. I have Buffa. Which means Ooh, Neon awesome. will be the week after, probably. I, I'm so sad we'll never see Buffa Jamato Zombie ever again. Yeah. It's so fucking cool for, like, the one scene it was in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that is Geats for the week. I'm, I'm really liking, like, this kind of, like, new world that Geats has made, Ace has made, and then he's, like, doing his best to defend it all on his own. I've been super curious, wondering where the story's gonna go, because this this has the same energy as late-game build when they finished with the fucking tower, and it's just like, well, what the fuck do we do now? Yeah. Oh, fucking, the vault's still being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, good episode. I'm excited for the rest of this new chapter. We'll see how the show goes. We'll see if they can Time stick the landing. Time for the Dabowski hour. <laughs> Take us in. Nanigans. Oh! This man. Well, first off, I just want to point out that I've edited together a new wallpaper for the King Oger segments, which people watching the video will see. I've included cool. Okuagata Oger and Spider Kimonos. That's gotta be the name of the episode, the Double Dabowski Debuckle. I <laughs> 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 like that. Well done. It runs in the family. Okay, so like, we all know what the big spoiler plot point twist to this episode is, and I have to say, 
This is the greatest Sentai of all fucking time. Pretty great. <laughs> this, this show it's, is so fucking good. There is never. I, I was I was saying earlier before we started recording, there has not been a single bad episode yet. I agree. It's all either been hilarious, plot thought provoking, emotional, or all of them at the same time. So like, I think the only the only annoying thing, like the one little nitpick I have is just like Gira's fucking evil king facade like he, he like he's still on this fucking shit and i'm like all right man I we know like you're that's... not a fucking evil king we know you're a good person i feel like Quite that's we're gonna work we're gonna work through that shit later but right now it is everyone else's turn to be important yeah i will say though with regards to Gira. Really, dude? You you want to pick your moment to be an evil finger twiggling fucking evil king, while this woman who doesn't know who you are is waking up? Really bad timing, oh my, my dude. Okay. First off, so we get a lot of the kind of history of Kagaragi in this episode. The fact that apparently the previous ruler during the the God's Wrath event hoarded all the food to himself and Kagaragi was like this rebel leader that gathered the people and they rebelled against this ruler of tofu and he became the new ruler of tofu that is fucking badass as shit what the part of that that i'm the part of that that i'm wondering about is was this previous ruler Kagaragi's dad or did Kagaragi grow was he just some no one from the the poverty side and just raise up and take over I think I think it's the second one. I think it's just he was just this guy who just decided to not take any of this guy's shit and just rebelled against him. And like, oh, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> well, I mean, as as always, uh, Kagaragi is not someone that you can trust. He is the usurper. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, he made a deal with Rakules to get pri have Tofu have primary use of the shoe gods. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they like they rented out the like farming shoe gods or like the demigods, the saints, whatever category you want to call them. Uh, and in exchange for this food trade agreement, they handed over Suzume as one of Racules's quote unquote potential brides is what they said. So now I'm wondering if he has others. Yeah, where are the other ones? Well, Racules gets all the bitches, man. <laughs> Women, men, doesn't matter. Yep, yeah, it's Greycaster in like a um like a harem disguise. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and one of them is me. I love this picture so goddamn much. Yep. That's, that's me in a nutshell for Racules. That's the one in the thumbnail. <laughs> I can love him. Oh. Uh so yeah, the so Kuroda tells the story of Suzume and the shortage and the war and the rebellion and all that. And I have to say, even though Jeremy pisses me off with his weird indirect coy bullcrap, at least he's serving a purpose in being a vehicle for the audience to be told backstory. That is yeah. good... um, I like how they've gone right where they just tell him, like, please give it to us straight this time, and he just sort of goes, okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. They're, they're all like seeing through his fucking bullshit and I, I love it it's, i'm like good it's so fucking funny so like everyone else is in is they're all in this group conversation and from inko sopa's perspective 
And Jeremy wanders up going, I know a secret I can't tell you. Do you want to know it? Fuck it, I'll tell you. <laughs> when he, he knows he can't do that, he still tries to find a way to get it in there. He's such a little shit disturber. <laughs> I know, it's so fun. It's so funny. I wonder if there's a reason why Raculis and Kagaragi haven't been up to any tricks lately. I wonder what the real reason is behind Kagaragi's trickery. What if it was something he couldn't tell anyone? I'll tell you immediately with no exchange needed. <laughs> Alright, bye! <laughs> also, the fucking disguise they gave Gira, like, goddamn. <laughs> I, love, I love how half-assed they were about it. Ten young, young is like which is awesome yeah so like Jan was like we'll put Enkosova's best technology in it and Jimeno was like we'll use the amazing skill on artistry of our artisans to, to help you cut to him dressed up like a fucking taxi pill bug with a gamer headset and fucking a shawl and flower on him like and fucking Todd, Todd here fucking falls for like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm impressed he actually did have a date. Did you think the twist was gonna be that he didn't really have a date? No, I didn't. I was wondering about it, but I didn't really put much thought into it one way or the other. And then it turns out he did have a date who was pissed off at him for being late because he kept trying to chase gear attacks around. Like, look at the size of that, my dude. Were you expecting to get in that? <laughs> So, yeah, so they ask, like, Raculis asks Jeremy, it's like, oh, like, can you set up, like, a meeting, a peace talk with, like, the Bugnaroks so we can, like, you know, talk? And he's like, yeah, sure, but in return, like, you gotta give Kagaragi's sister back. And he's like, yeah, about that. <laughs> it, with, with regards to Jeremy's part in this, in this uh, negotiation happening, I love that, like, Jeremy's clearly established that what he wants is for the humans and Bugnarok to stop fighting. But when mm -hmm. Rakulis is involved, his Rakulis asks him, "Do you think peace between humans and Bugnarok is possible?" And Jeremy goes, "No, but fuck it, I'll try anyway." That's why I like Jeremy. Give it a shot. I don't yeah. think it'll work, but damn it, if I'm not gonna try. I look at both Rackley's and Jeremy as two opposing sides of the slimy spectrum. <laughs> they are both... These Kapon Tanuki, if you will. They, like, those two, and then Kagaragi, when the three of them are in the same room together, I feel like I'm drowning in, like... Deception? Discus residue. <laughs> Oh, all three of them are full of shit. It's, all, it's incredible. They're all so <laughs> distrustworthy, but in completely different ways. It's weirdly compelling. <laughs> yeah, I love the monster of the week. He looked awesome. I looked him up. He's based on just like a fly. Yeah, it's ass fly. Common house fly. Yep. Even had that hand rubbing thing that flies do. Yep. Oh yeah, a little, a little scheming, scheming thing they do. Um, so yeah, they, uh, they hatched this plan for Gira to steal, uh, Suzume from Rakulis, and he climbs up the fucking tower, spooks yeah. her awake, and then bails yeah. under the bed when the others come running. Yep. Yeah. 
Oh and my then god. She like hugs Draculis and she's like, oh, I love him. Draculis, he just tell he's like, Ah, fuck's sake. It was so good. It's like, all right, so in exchange for taking you to negotiate peace, we want you to return Suzume. And his response was, that's not my choice. She wants to stay here. And you can tell you can tell deep down inside this is how he's feeling. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a shot of her that. like clinging onto his arm and you look at his face and it's just like, why am I here? Just to suffer. Yeah, no, he's, he's, yeah, boy, we're still here. Just to suffer. <laughs> and then Kagaragi with his breakdown because his beloved sister is in love with Rockulis. Get it? Sounds like B noises. Stop simping for your sister. Or so I thought. Or so it would seem. It seems as though it may have just been a clever Kagaragi. A Kagaroos. A Kagaroos. <laughs> it runs in the Dabowski family. At the end of the episode, like, after watching it, I was like, I, I was literally focused on that. I was like, dude, stop being so focused on your sister. It's, it's so bad. But then I, but then like, I, I, I got the information. I went, oh, right. They're both Kagaragis. Fuck. <laughs> it's Kagarashi. That sounded better in my head. They're both Dabowskis. Yes. Yeah. They're both Dabowskis. They're both Dabowskis. And they're both on thin ice. <laughs> so yeah, it's a fucking triple trick. It, it's like, she appears to be a prisoner, but that's not true. She actually loves Rackleys, but then that's not true. Because the real ploy is she's there to try and assassinate Rackleys. That's amazing! These <laughs> I want their Ultra Calibers on my desk by end of day. Oh my god, the shot at the end of Kagaragi where he looks out to the castle. And then you see the close-up of his eyes widening and the close-up of the biggest smile he's ever had. And I feel like this is the first time in 15 plus episodes that we have seen the true face of Kagaragi. The troll thing? Everything up until now has been a deception. This is the master plan. He, yes, he is the physical incarnation of the troll face. No! Like, I will say, I think when he's also, like, transformed as Hachi Ojer, I think that's also, like, the real him, like, fighting, because, like, he's, he's such a fucking badass. I'm sure he also does enjoy fighting to protect the, the, the country and the world. Yeah, you can tell he really cares about, like, Tofu a lot, so... Uh, and he rebelled like, against the previous fucking ruler to as as we're, as we're watching the f episode for the first time and you see that like he's agreeing to even uh, have Tofu submit to be a vassal nation to Shugadam and, and he's just like if it's for the sake of peace then that's a cheap price to pay and then we find out everything that's really happening and it's like oh yeah that's right you can't rule over us if we assassinate you <laughs> Oh my god, I can't wait for this to resolve! Right? Oh yeah, also this episode debuted Tarantula Night. Pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool, but I, I, it, it's such a shame that it debuted in such an inconsequential way.
That is true. But uh, watching it fight was pretty badass. It's literally the Spider-Man Zord. Not to be confused with the Zord that Spider-Man. Not to be confused with the part also, on. You can definitely, you can definitely also tell it was used. Uh, it was mocap. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I it definitely had like human movements. The to way it. they were fighting while like clinging to that pillar in Shugadam, that whole scene was beautiful. Loved it. Oh yeah. And the chime for Tarantula Night, real good. Like it. Night, night, Tarantula Night. Pretty good. Yeah. I I'm very tempted to buy it, but I'm not sure yet. Mm. Uh, and as after the battle's over and like everyone reconvenes in the street, just Kaguragi looks at Gira in the taxi bug disguise. So anyway, about other things, yeah. <laughs> ignoring all of this. Well, also fucking Gira when he transformed into Kugata Ojir, like he does that thing that like he did this move that I always really like fucking seeing in like movies and stuff. It's just where they do like the like the kind of like front flip roll, oh, the, but they're like holding onto their legs the, when they do it. The double front spin ball move. Yeah, I fucking love characters do that shit. So satisfying to watch. Also, I have to say it's unfortunate the name of the weapon that Tarantula Knight used. Like, yes, we get it from Centipede, but the name of the weapon is the Peed Chainsaw. The Peed Chainsaw. Uh-oh, it peed. It peed. <laughs> Good thing it wasn't yellow. <laughs> I mean, the energy coming off it is yellow, so that's the pee. No! <laughs> so, like, after this episode, like, I, I literally, like, I know I've been saying, like, Rita's the, 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 probably, like, the GOAT character in this, like, MVP of the show, but I, I, th I think it has to go to Kaguragi. Like, every time he does fuck. something, it's a big fucking deal. It's so awesome. He's just so fucking cool. He's so badass. He's so like, after finding it. out his yeah. origin, like, he was, like, a rebel leader that, like, Usurped the no, I question the veracity of that. Here's the, here's the thing. A, what Paul said. Can I can I explain? Go ahead. That was explained to someone by one of his ninja like, by Corona. Yeah. And this is the same person who went. Keep bullshitting people. For <laughs> God's sakes, keep bullshitting people in the name of tofu. And he goes. So that's that's what I think. Yeah, he he's willing to do it, and he's willing to help Kagaragi Lebowski bullshit his way to the top. I question whether or not he really was a rebel leader. I think that he might have been, and he, but I don't think that he's the hero that. You know what? My face. biggest reason for doubting this whole story is hmm. every time they talk about Jimeno's events of the wrath of god during this flashback we see what happened mm -hmm. when Kuroda recounted this story of kagaragi we didn't see any of it mm. there's no footage mm. we don't we can't say for sure if that really happened or if that's just his cover story sky's blue like birds singing dabowskis are full of shit <laughs> I think that's a rule that we need to keep in mind. Are we the really sky... so sure that this isn't another of Kagaragi's deceptions? Because they're piling high. Yeah, there's a lot. Like how many? How many like twists are there in this? How much is too much? I guess we'll find out by the Kagaragi end of the show. Kagaragi 
Is there such a thing as too much? <laughs> and so the episode ends with Rackley's meeting Death Narok alone. And I'm very concerned that the preview for the next episode had zero footage of them. What's going to happen? <laughs> Is Rackley's just going to try to kill him right here? I don't see that going well. Or maybe, here's my theory. Remember a couple episodes ago how I piled on the evidence in favor of Rackley's and Death Narok working together? Mm. Perhaps this is them meeting to discuss their next plan. Oh, yeah, that's why you asked to go alone. Exactly. <laughs> that, was... that was legitimately the conclusion for that. I didn't think there was any other thing you could really take. Yeah. It, like, literally, they're, they're, it looks like they're about to fight. But what I see happening is like, so is everything... So is... is the plan in place? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Although... I, I've noticed that they're trying, like, when I, well, this is the the topic, but they're trying to make Rackley's, like, more complicated in the specials, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's information we're supposed to take into the show. Yeah. He's basically the Char Aznable of this show. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's a good point from what I've seen. Yeah. I missed the second one. Mm -hmm. He's the sh he's the char of the show. Yep. All my Gundam fans out there. He's the char. So yeah, it looks like next week's episode is going to be mostly focused on Rita's backstory. As people in our Discord are posting, we're going to see young Rita and uh, and Rita's parents. Yeah, that's going to be interesting seeing Rita's origins. And it looks like Rita's mom is played by Rena from Drive. What? And his dad is Nira. <laughs> Oh my god! Who was Rena from Drive? Uh, Rena was like the scientist of the Comrade Drive gang. Oh, okay. Huh. <laughs> wow, alright. Cool. Man. Very cool. This show continues to impress me. Just give me some fucking henshin sequences and you'll be 10 out of 10. Why have they still not done that? I don't know. It's happening. It's not I happening. I think they're already 10 out of 10 from how outside of the box they're willing to go. Yeah. Because let's face it, they're, they're trying to go for more of that like top shelf storytelling for TV, but it's still Toku. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is a very different thing that they're trying to do. So I kind of get why they're not doing like the... No, but we have sequences for the Megazord. So why can't we have sequences for the Rangers? Because... Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, Game of Thrones isn't Power Rangers! That's true. I just love how this last year has been an amazing trend of stories about leaders of different nations wielding supernatural powers of some sort, forming an alliance to come together to fight a common evil. It's been in King Oger, we're about to get it in Final Fantasy 16. It was a thing in Fire Emblem Engage recently. This, these kind of stories are happening a lot lately, and I am absolutely here for it. I know it's like one of your favorite types of. As we story. were saying in our in our messenger chat, I am eating good this year, story wise. You really are. You really are. Y'all are. It's so good. 
You know what you need to do to make it perfect, Toei. It's your move. You copyrighted my video, so I know you know that I want it. They're gonna spite you. <laughs> like, not, well, yeah, now, now they're not gonna never, definitely not do it because never, you did that. Never, 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 never. All right, well, let's uh, move on to the Rack of these special episode two, which I'm not gonna play the opening again. I have to say, this might be the first actual smart thing I've seen Rackley's do the entire show. So yep. he let himself get taken away to be put on trial on purpose in order to bait the Bugnarok back out. Fucking pretty smart. genius. And, and now we have official confirmation that uh, for King Oju Zero, they do not have the physical suit for it. <laughs> yeah. And we also have confirmation that it may have, they may have shown it once or twice, but King Oju Zero is in fact a whole other set of shoe gods. It's not just God Kuwagata taking over normal King Oger, even though that was the case the first time it showed up. Yeah. So God Kuwagata Zero can take over normal King Oger, and it has its own set of like zero shoe gods. But yeah, this episode was basically the debut of King Oger Zero proper, and we got to see it kick ass and holy shit. It's got an autopilot. Yeah. That's useful. I don't know yep. why I said that. In this episode, we learn why Rackley's was planning to kill Vidalia when she finished his research. And as heartless as it may sound, it makes sense. She has information on all these national country secrets of their their of what they're working on, so he wants to protect those secrets and uh, is there not much better way to do that than by killing her? Not that I agree with that policy, but I understand his line of thought. Yeah, that's Rackley's. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> and man, I ain't question him. That, I, ain't question, I ain't question his motives. That scene with Kame Jim and the monster of the week from these specials is named Shida Jim. That, that one silly. bit with the grassy field and the changing perspectives. I feel like they were going for some sort of like artsy nonsense with this, and it was kind of interesting. Yeah, it was okay. And then we see him do like this fucking face beam that he's never done before. Where was that? He's know. always had that. Apparently. And yeah, so we find out that the monster wasn't Vidalia turning into it because of whatever happened in the first episode. The monster and her are separate beings. It just has the ability to, like, store her body inside of it. And then after getting beat up by Okuagata Oger, it dropped her and bailed. <laughs> and this was all part of Rakalise's plan to just bait the Bugnarok back out so he could question him. Yep. There's also mention of a strange liquid that's neither human or Bugnarok, and I don't know what that's about. What? So it could, but wait, but neither human nor Bugnarok, it could be any other animal or <laughs> not human or Bugnarok. My first thought would be Jeremy, question mark, but maybe not. Both. Oh my god, they found Jeremy's blue. <laughs> they found Ew. Jeremy's ooze. Ew. Jeremy juice. <laughs> the Jeremy juice. That's, that's incredibly cursed. I'm sorry. Why did I? <laughs> Literally, I was like, what kind of fluids? I don't want to know. 
I do, but purely for Why is it white? For science. Uh, yeah, so the episode ends with Rackley's confronting Shirajima in the throne room, and he just goes all wide-eyed. It's like, I have questions. And it looks like the last episode of this special will be about secrets! Secrets! Can we get more... Oh, Kuwagata Oger. Yeah, he didn't about. actually hench in and fight at all this episode. It was only the King Oger Zero fight. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Anyways, Rakulis continues to be a badass motherfucker, my favorite character in the show, and I'm, I want more. This is the Rakulis. only time, time so far that I will admit that Rakulis did something cool. He's always, he's always doing something cool. He's just always cool. That's <laughs> Decker, subjective. post that picture again. <laughs> I love I love Rakili's hasty. Rakili's, Rakili's. Rakili's, Rakili's. Stupid fucking motherfucker. Rakili's. He's down bad and Gears brother. Who's silver and has <laughs> no, brother. That's from, no, Lane, Lane said that. I'm, yeah, there it is. I'm not gonna. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> Jeremy's face is fucking priceless. He's just like, oh, <gasps> Lane, Ooh, a how story. could you like this much? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, any other closing thoughts? Uh, we good. King Oger continues to still be fucking amazing, <laughs> right? Like all of the shows are. Like I'm gonna say that I have my issues with Geats, like. It's not perfect, but it is no. one of the good ones. So I'm happy that it's doing what it's doing. I have my criticisms, but I, I, I'll, like I'll just continue to have them. But this is—we are in a very good time for Tohu fandom. So you know what I realized this week, like while we were watching these episodes, we currently have both a common rider and a Super Sentai. Featuring characters that are 2,000 years old and mostly wear white. Specifically 2,000 years old. <laughs> Which isn't... It's Two isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. It's the doofus shorts if I had a nickel thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, between Ace and Jeremy, we have two white-themed 2,000-year-old dudes. It's so weird. A platypus rider? Harry the platypus rider? Two thousand year old Harry Platters is writer. Alright, so that is that's, Cast that, Ranger. That's, that's gotta be a new emoji in the in the Discord server. What? Shots shots Jeremy. Oh live Jeremy reaction? Yeah, live Jeremy reaction. <laughs> oh yeah, Paul, I meant to ask. So what'd you think of the previous episode? AKA Jimeno kicks Jeremy's ass for twenty four minutes. Uh, Himeno is cracked. <laughs> yeah. Bro, like, she's fucking amazing. That's why she's my favorite of the main five. I watched her fucking fight and I was just like, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Don't, don't mess with her. Like, See, I, like, Himeno is my favorite of, like, the main five. But, like, I know I, like, I splurge on, like, Kagaragi a lot, but that's just because he's, like, in his own separate fucking tier. Yeah. Kagaragi's my so. favorite in general, so... But yeah, he's got, got a lot of. <laughs> I I literally said to myself, "Put some respect on this girl's name." <laughs> oh yeah, good at All right, well, that has been Cast Ranger for another week. 
Chikai, Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. And, and hey, Emily stayed on for feature topic. Hooray! Huzzah! I, I just thought, like, even if I didn't see it, that I don't know. It's I'd, um... yeah. Track it. It was seven minutes. So, yeah. all right. Well, Chikai, Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Our feature topic for next week will be episodes 10 to 12 of Futopii, the comrade uh, double anime. We're just finishing it. Yeah. All right. I'll be back for that. All right. Awesome. Well, guys, just, just remember one last thing. Remember to live, laugh, lane. I saw you got that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a joke. It was a joke that like we made, we, we, I made it work, and then it just became an inside joke at work. And then I was like, oh, it would be great if we had like a sign of it. And then someone actually made me a sign of it. And That's I love awesome. it. It's currently right beside me in my den at home. So, because I didn't want to get damaged at work, but I, I love it. It's, All it's right. So sweet. Well, before we close everything out, I have, I want to, Thank again our currently active followers on Patreon. That would be Blaze, Armorhide, Sentai VT, and Mike Harper. Thank you again for your ongoing contributions. Thank you. Yeah. And until next yeah. time, as always, our primary hijinks are at castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook, Twitter, merch store, Discord, Patreon server, and all of our other shit. Thank you once again for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. And we will see you next week. Although it'll, playing, everybody. although it'll be really hard for me to be on next week because Final Fantasy 16 will be out. I will never live laughing. <laughs>